You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. Back. Back. We are back. It is Monday. September 28th, the year is 2020. Still. I am your host, Will Hunter, joined by my punt-loving co-host, Matt Sheehan. Love to punt. Big punt guy. Big, big punt guy. Matt, how is it almost October already? What the hell happened? Uh, Well, yeah, this was a little known before September actually started, but yeah, Michigan passed a law that it was only going to be four days long this year. So it was, yeah, it was like a statewide ordinance. So that's how... September speeds up as fast as it did. Yeah. Okay, so did we get Billy Joe Armstrong on alert then? Has he been notified? I d- I'm afraid not. Okay. Um, but we'll figure that out. What we got? What about well, seemingly 24 hours left of September? So we time's running out, but there's still time yeah. on the clock. Okay, we got to mm-hmm. call him. Okay, we got to wake him up. Yeah, I, you you would have to. Uh, yeah, because boy, that, t- time is a ticking here. Is that one of the? Okay, let's real quick. Yeah. On today's show, we're going to talk about Matt's Big Ten revelation, how happy we are Michigan State's not playing Miami and BYU, and then I've got some fourth down punt talk to uh, oh, throw at you. This is a Big Ten podcast, baby. Let's go. <laughs> this is this is massive. Woo. Um, but let's, real quick here, a, a quick sidebar. Okay. Is someone uh, someone go wake up Billy Joe Armstrong mm-hmm. uh, on October 1st, That that tweet, that Facebook post. Uh, is that among the very worst jokes on the internet? Yeah, to me, it's second place behind the uh, tried and true Justin Timberlake. It's going to be May okay. uh, post at uh, the last day of April. That, yeah. At the top of my head, those are the top two because they always get the most run. Like you would think it would like yes. fade away over time, but like no, it's a steady flat line, and it's the same people making the jokes. Somehow people laugh at them every year. It's Hey, whatever. I, I I got a lame sense of humor. I laugh at everything, so I can't judge others for doing the same thing. Yeah. So Billy Joe Armstrong, if you don't know, lead singer of Green Day, they had a, a song that was I don't know if it was a hit, but I guess it was on the charts. No, charge it for was a, a hit. Yeah, it, it was, was a hit. hit. Call it what it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah, it was a hit song called uh, "Wake Me Up When September Ends." So yeah, that is that is that's definitely up there. The May the Fourth stuff. And that's my it's birthday too. So that that so it's my birthday, and I've never seen Star Wars. So like ah. I, I doubly don't like it. But hey, I, I mean, it is what it is. I, it seems to bring a lot of people happiness. So it, it doesn't bother me too much. Uh, another one that's related is the this is the date they traveled to on Back to the Future. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's, that's another played out one. That's a sneaky one, man. My brain just isn't working because I'm not thinking of any more beyond the way we go when September ends and like the it's gonna be my. <laughs> no, I'm yeah, glad you brought that one up. Yeah, no, that that's far and beyond first place. I mean, don't get me wrong, waking up when September ends that's second place, but there's a sizable gap between the two of those and the, the lameness of of the the jokes well uh we're not thinking of many more good ones so tweet at us at sheehan underscore sports, yeah please at do will underscore underscore hunter one l two underscores the worst jokes 
on the internet that are just every single year or every single whatever it is. You know what it is? Like the, both of those are like the internet versions of that guy in the office, like before you leave for holiday break. <laughs> yes. Though, oh, yes. see you next year. See you next year. Yeah, it, yeah. It's just that if, if that guy just had a Twitter account, like you could guarantee that those two, three, four jokes are going to be popping on there uh, throughout yeah. that calendar year, without a doubt. You, you can also count on the. January first. Oh, this has been a crappy year, or something like sure. that. Sure, some yes, version absolutely. of that on the absolutely. internet. Yeah, that's another bad one. Yeah, I, I actually probably have tweeted that out. Um, I'm sure so you have. I, I think I terrible. fall victim to that actually. <laughs> Hand up. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get going here. Reminded to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get your podcast. Matt, you wanted to start with your Big Ten revelation. You just I, threw this at me I did, right yeah. before the show started. I have no idea what it is, so why don't you take the floor? Can I actually – we're going to tease a nice little interview, too, that we did as well for the listeners. Uh, Kenny Goins, sometime this week we're going to drop that interview, or early next week. I don't know. <laughs> we got it in the hopper, but we have a full episode interview with the man, the myth, the legend – Kenny Goins. All right, so, so to, wait, uh, you sorry. did that interview Sunday morning. Is he in like Italy, Greece? Yep, Greece. Oh, that's right. He got a new team, so he's in Greece. That's. I'm like, why are you doing an interview with Kenny Goins at eight in the morning? Ah, on he, he, he's, he's an early bird. That, that's why. You know, <laughs> up and at him. He likes to crack open his scrambled eggs and uh, hop on a microphone and talk to some jackass across the ocean. So, um, yeah, he's the second spartan we've talked to internationally because uh matt mcquaid was stuck in germany at the onset of covid third costello uh, the, the other to matt him. too matt, matt costello was in uh, canary oh, was, islands as well yeah oh okay i thought we matt are was an international podcast <laughs> we are look international all right Ooh, nice all right huge in the canary that. islands all right we tease that give us your big 10 revelation so i uh, thursday sh- yeah so on thursday night friday show for locked on big 10 with ben stevens if you haven't listened yeah, go back we go gave our it. hot takes had a lot of fun. Uh, well, you, you and your kid dropped by for a hot second. That was very exciting. That was electric uh, podcasting right it there. It was a literal hot second. Like we came in, mm-hmm. uh, my kid was perfect, well behaved. I was wearing him. He was sleeping. It was great. I sat down. As soon as I sat down, he woke up. I started talking, and he just started screaming. As soon as I joined the Zoom chat, it's big time. It was a nightmare. So, no, it, it was. It was. It was great. It was funny. Um, so after like we hunt up, I had my three takes. If you want to listen to them, go listen to the podcast. Um, you like that tease? I, after I hunt up, like it, it dawned on me really quick. Like I, I don't know if this is a hot take, an epiphany, or maybe it's just like a cold take, and it's just like a uh, no dumb moron. Like everyone in the world knows this. So you, I really, I'm throwing a dart. I really have no idea how close to the hot take bullseye this is going to land, but. Are we, we're about to see a football season, even if it was like a regular season, all 12 games. We're about to see a season where no coach is going to get fired from the Big Ten. Like, I was thinking, like, who's on the hot seat or whatever. Mm. It, it, all 14 teams don't have anyone on the hot seat, right? I mean, barring scandal, barring, yeah, barring I, scandal. murder. Uh, yeah, sure. But barring scandal and all that jazz. But, like, performance-wise, I think every coach, all 14, 14 for 14, are walking into the season Feeling pretty okay about their job security, man. Like, is is that weird? (laughs) No one at the top, unless Michigan goes zero and (laughs) eight, I guess, because Harbaugh has. (laughs) Had probably the most like scuttlebutt, but even like he's not getting fired. So that's that would not, just be no... like a he leaves the NFL, which I guess like I don't expect anyone else to no, leave yeah. either per se. But like that that'd be the closest. Yeah, I suppose. I'm just running through right now. Ferentz maybe. Ferentz might be the only one because uh, he got through the whole bull. Uh, oh, he got through the whole that's BS still there. With that thing though. Yeah. If if that on the backdrop of like, hey, the program's kind of racist. If they win one or two <sighs> games, and it just falls apart. I could see it 
I, I think I that, know. like, I'm with you. Yeah. Because Rutgers, new coach. Michigan State, new coach. Mm-hmm. Like, they're going to be fine. Maryland Purdue, is Loxley. Like, he's in his second year. Like second the, year Loxley. Right. Uh, Brom at Purdue just got a huge much. contract. Yeah, Lovey right. just made a bowl game. Yeah. Um, Frost? Frost? Frost, see, he might be the leader in the clubhouse, but I don't I, like. I think Nebraska knows they really. This is it. Like they can't do any better. Like this it's, is this is the bridesmaid that you landed on, man. And there's no one else in line. The rest of the bridesmaids is, are taken. It is tough when you land the dream hire, and it doesn't go well. At least for Michigan's sake, they can win ten games, right? Sure, we yeah, love of making fun oh, yeah. of them for not oh, making the title game. At least. They can win ten games yeah. with some consistency. They're going to a Florida bowl game. <laughs> yes. uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. life isn't all horrible. But yeah, it's, Nebraska year be. three. <laughs> yeah. We're starting to pull our collar a little bit here. Uh oh. I know everyone's bowl eligible. This doesn't count. But like, if Nebraska sure, wins right. two games, yeah, ee, I, that might. But be, I don't think they fire him. I, I think they give him though. one more year. Like, I think they give him a fourth yeah. year. Be like, all yes. right, Frosty boy. Like, th- this is this, this is last is call. Last yeah. call to do something. COVID excuse. We're not going to yeah. fire. Yeah. Yeah. Chris is safe. Fitzgerald uh, has ironclad job security. Fitzgerald will uh, yeah. never get fired there. Um, I think that's. I think that's everyone. We've run through them. Yeah. Obviously, the top teams. We don't have to. Ohio State, Penn State, Wisconsin. We don't need to go through those. Sure. Yeah. I don't yeah, even know I think who I'm the top you. guy would be in the Big Ten East, though. Like, would it be Loxley, even though he is it's going Loxley, into his second yeah. year? God, poor guy, man. Yeah, it's Loxley. <laughs> the top three aren't going anywhere. Yeah. Allen's not going anywhere. They love no, him. of course not. And the other two are first-year guys. So Loxley would be the only one with a chance. But I think it's low because he is second year. You, you, and he's recruiting well. you got to give him at yeah. least a shot. So I guess that wasn't even a take. It was just a more of a, huh, that's actually pretty weird. I might as well just bring that up. And uh, I don't know. <laughs> like that, that's just, it's very odd to me that it we're is. going into a year. We're all 14 for 14. There's, there's not even a flicker on under a, a chair of anyone yeah. of these 14 schools. Not someone's, bad. Great work. If you can get it. Yeah. Someone is walking towards Scott Frost with some kindling and a lighter, Mm-hmm. But the lighter was wet, and they think yeah. they need to find some lighter fluid. Oh, well, it's time to have the dialogue. Like, the Nebraska fans are going to have the dialogue finally. Like, uh, I don't know if this <laughs> is really going to work here. But, like, that's that's not going to be enough to, to can the guy. I mean, no, we're, we're, we're not in the Bo Pelini era. I think they learned from their mistake at the Bo Pelini era. Like, ah, if we got something okay, let's maybe hang on to it. Um, I mean, they, they won literally nine games every season, like clockwork. Yeah, and they thought it Canned was them. 1980s again, and like that, they, they they should be better. Like, oh, we're one of the five teams that play on national television every week, and like, ah, you guys, you guys, you guys are off by about three decades on uh, your thinking right now. But uh, okay, I, I respect that. Um, go hire. Ah, I forgot the guy who they got after uh, Pelini. It doesn't matter. Right, he, Mike uh, Riley. Riley, thank you, yeah, Riley. Hired I, I want to say who, Ridley. I know that wasn't right though. The guy they, they wanted to hire the guy who won 13 games at Oregon State. Mm, how how did that miss? Wow, and had a <laughs> horrible, horrible rape scandal. Uh, that's that's not going to help things either. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, let's pause. We'll come back and talk about why we're glad that uh, Michigan State lost its non-conference schedule yeah. this season. But first, Matt, a word from Built Bar. Built Bar, let's build those bars, baby. Woo! No hot seat on the new, Built Bar. We got a new Built Bar product. We're not going to tell you about it yet, Ooh. but we're going to. Very soon. But today's about the bars, Matt. Bars. The B-A-R-Z. Bars. Those are the new, bars. Sorry. The new and improved Built Bar is even delicious-er. 
even more delicious sir even more out. delicious it doesn't matter it's Checks better out. it's fantastic they have somehow taken a great product and improved on it they have 18 amazing flavors including caramel brownie cookies and cream mint brownie which you love Ooh. Toffee almond, which might be oh, is toffee almond to your favorite. I mean, I got like six tied for first place, but yeah, okay. that's probably one A of, of the bunch. Yep. Peanut butter brownie is, is one of mine. It's up there for sure. Their bars mm-hmm. are 100% covered in chocolate, soft and easy to chew, and they are great for the health conscious guy. These things are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. Go look at the power bar, protein bar you got in your uh, your pantry right now, and compare it to these numbers. Peanut butter bar. 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, only 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams of net carbs. I don't know how they do it, and it tastes better than the bar you've got at home. You need to get on this Built Bar train. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKDOWN, you'll get $10 off your next order. That's promo code LOCKDOWN at $10, for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. Today's episode, Matt? Yes. Also brought to you by Homefield. Ah, hey, Homefield, what it do, baby? Nice. Homefield's another place. Like, you just got to go check it out. Homefieldapparel.com. Go check it out. They make the most comfortable gear you're going to find. Officially licensed collegiate apparel with these sweet retro logos. They go through old programs and yearbooks and find really cool, like, unused logos that you just can't find anywhere else. And they make shirts and hoodies out of them, and they are absolutely fantastic and for msu fans who maybe have relatives who go to other schools maybe you went to another school it's not just michigan state they've got central eastern western northern grand valley state ferris wayne state udm and where matt's wife went to school hope fire up dutch fire up dutch indeed they dropped their vintage msu line on august 1st they've been selling like hotcakes and you can still Take advantage of the savings at homefieldapparel.com with promo code ONSPARTANS. One word, ONSPARTANS, homefieldapparel.com. You'll get 20% off your first purchase. That is Mm. a fantastic deal. Go in there, fill up a cart, just get like hundreds of dollars of shirts and uh, hoodies. Enter promo code ONSPARTANS, one word, homefieldapparel.com, and get 20% off your first purchase. Homefieldapparel.com, promo code ONSPARTANS. Okay, Matt. Uh, did you watch Miami play either oh, this yeah. weekend or last weekend? Uh, I watched Miami play this weekend, and it was so bad that I thought the game was over after the third quarter. And then I was like, <laughs> wait, why, why are they still? Oh, my God, there's still one more quarter left. Um, and you know what? I, I got myself a little nightcap yesterday. I also mm. watched BYU-Troy for uh, quite go. some time. Yeah, no, it was a solid Saturday night, man. Man, Miami is freaking uh, good. Uh, Derek Kane's a real deal, man. Or D- Derek Kane, sorry. Yeah, Derek he's uh, he's a good football player. Wow. So, <laughs> I'm, and, and I think many Michigan State fans, I was definitely looking forward to that game. Like, I want Miami oh, sure. to come to Spartan Stadium. I want MSU to go down to the Hard Rock and play there. I wish it was mm-hmm. still the old Orange Bowl, but that's been demolished. Um, Tough to play you there. Know, still yeah. going to play at Miami. That's, that's a really cool series. I hope they figure out how to make it happen. Same. I'm so glad that yes. Michigan State didn't get 50 pieced by my by Miami <sighs> in front of an empty Spartan Stadium because it could have and may have very well happened. It was the, the tailgate. If we, if it was precedent times, you like can tailgate. Why you talk about electric atmosphere? That was going to be an oh, awesome yeah. time. That um, been great. Who kick off the final whistle though? I, I, I listen. Florida State is abysmal. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. abysmal. Mike Norvell. Abysmal. 
Speaking of first-year coaches that might not make it, Mike Norvell, was it a Florida State thing at this point? Yeah, they haven't recruited an offensive lineman in the better part of a decade, I feel like. Like, they are just – there's no one in the trenches. Like, I don't even know if, like, they just, like, recruit a bunch of tight ends and just try to make it work with them. But, like, dude, their offensive line has been in shambles year after year after year, and every year I think it can't get any worse. Uh, They come out and lay an absolute dud against not just Miami – they, they they lost to Georgia Tech to kick things off, man. Yeah, <laughs> like this Georgia is, Tech's bad. I've watched Florida, them play yes. all of their games. They're bad. They're bad, and that makes Florida State butt cheeks, dude. Like yeah. they're so Miami. Listen, I, I don't I don't think we would have got tuned up as bad as Florida not State that did. Bad, but it no, not it, been it, maybe a two three touchdown loss. I think because wow, dude, I, I don't know how you stop Derrick Kane. Really, like, he's the real deal. Five or forty two fourteen. It was in the realm of forty two seventeen is in the realm of possibility there. Sure, yeah, because it's not just like King's awesome, but like they have so many fast guys, well, and now they play in an offense that is perfect for them because they get this Matt. They had offensive issues, mm. weren't doing a good job taking advantage of their talent. Oh, so they changed the coaching staff around? Like, they promoted, like, a running backs coach to offensive coordinator and a lineman coach to defensive coordinator just to mix it? it was that well, the... although that's, like, the best strategy, no, yeah. they, they fired oh. they fired everyone. Oh, no. And they brought in an offensive coordinator uh, from SMU who uh, had done an awesome job coordinating mm. an offense in previous seasons. That's what they did. That'll do things. That will do things. And Yeah, and it worked. And I bet you... You know, Manny Diaz might probably not regret handing over the uh, the car keys, so to speak, to uh, Rhett Lashley. You think? Huh. Uh, no. Hmm. I wonder if any program locally could have benefited yeah. from I, just, just anything like that. But anyway, I digress. Yeah, no, good team. But honestly, <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm equally as impressed with BYU, man. They're good, I, like, too. And uh, going was, there would have been uh, ugly. Listen, I, I, Zach Wilson and um, who, who's their other uh, D- Dax Milne? Uh, they might as well be the 2020 version of Graham Harrell and Michael Crabtree. Like they, they <laughs> it, it might have been the beer talking to me last night watching these guys. But like, holy I mean, smoke, Troy. But sure, it was. But like, they this guy had the burners on Dax Milne. Like Zach Wilson, like good, very good pinpoint passer. Like 392 yards on 23 of 28 passing. Yeah. I don't care if you're playing against the air. Like that's that's looking good. And then like that his number one guy Dax with seven catches, 140 yards. Like ooh, I know there's a lot more to a game, obviously. Oh, and Gunnar Romney, excuse me. I, I forgot the, uh, yes, the, the Romney yes, family member. Romney. Five catches, 138 yards yesterday. Like, dude, these Mormons can ball out, man. Like, they are they are a mighty impressive-looking team. And I've seen, oh, what was the other game I watched? Uh, oh, uh, Navy. It was a service academy. I think it was Navy, right, who they tuned up in the first week? Yes, they beat Navy 55 to 3. Yeah, so I've seen two BYU games and when you're watching 55 to 3 and then 48 to 7 against Troy last night, uh, I'm going to leave those games two things, uh thinking very highly of them and even higher so thinking uh, just being very highly highly thankful that we are not dipping down to Provo this year to drink 2.5% beer at their bars before watching MSU potentially get rocked yeah. um at yeah. whatever is the name of their stadium. I don't know. It's it is the most like I I've said this I don't know some maybe just to my wife if BYU was a, a regular like public school or even a private school that didn't have the honor code and all the strict stuff sure. if it was just like a place where you could go to college and have 
the, the normal a college, college time. Experience, yeah, it is. I would go there. Okay, it is beautiful. Like it is like in the in a valley surrounded by mountains. It is incredible, Provo. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, a lot of a lot of rules there. Yeah, so BYU <laughs> beat Navy fifty five to three, and then Navy just beat Tulane last week. And Tulane's pretty good. Tulane's not terrible because sure. they just. Tulane just beat Southern Miss by like forty. Mm-hmm. Solid. BYU one. has played two games against Navy and Troy, and they have outscored those two opponents one hundred and three to ten. Yeah, and again, Navy and Troy, not not the flashiest, but like it's just the but way they're terrible. doing it, man. It's just the way they're doing it. Like they, they've got athletes, man. They, they they've got some gym rats. They got some first kids to practice, last one to leave sort of kids. Coaches mentality, coaches high IQ. Coaches kids. Good Smart good route players. runners. Good route runners. <laughs> <laughs> no man, but it's just like the, the way they've dismantled these teams. It's oh, it, on one hand, it, it is like I, I don't know. It's a weird feeling, like as a fan, it's like kind of like ups- not, not upsetting, but like sad. Like oh my god, it would have been so bad. But like at the other end of the coin, it's like oh, it would it would have been bad. And thank God it didn't happen. So whoo, yeah. dodged. I mean, one there. You know, first year program, new defense, new offense, bunch sure. of new starters. Right? It's just not the year. Well, when, to- when is traveling over two or three time zones for MSU ever to failed yeah. them in the early part of a season? That not to my memory, at least. <laughs> yeah, it could have been incredibly ugly and. I hope they make up those games down the road because it'd be cool to go play at yeah, BYU. It's sure. a historic place, a beautiful campus, cool stadium, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure. Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Sorry, I did look it up. Lavelle, Lavelle Edwards, Edwards yeah. Stadium, there, stadium. There you go. And I'm sure the BYU folks would come out for Michigan State, a, a Big Ten opponent that they don't oh, sure. normally play. So fun environment. And the same goes for the home and home with Miami. Those would be great. I hope they make them up. Yep. What? It's not this. Year. Let's let's get some legs under us before uh, we we get rolling down to those two uh, parts yeah. of the country. Yeah. Yeah. Can we just play like Eastern and Akron and Florida Atlantic? I'll do uh, Toledo next year. T- Toledo sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah. Just the next couple of years. Get the Eagles in the mix of uh, Eastern Michigan, perhaps. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Spicy. Do that. Uh, yeah. Do do the. Oh God. What? Uh, what would they call the the tour around the state? Like honor the state or oh, uh, yeah. state of the state or something? Like I'm I'm completely butchering. I'm sorry. My my brain's no, running on twelve percent right we, now. Everyone yeah. knows what you're talking about. Yeah, the home two games at MSU, one away with Eastern, Western, and Central. Although Michigan State never played at Eastern. Yeah, that'd been fun though. But yeah, yeah. just r- run that back. Run that back. Yeah. yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. All right, let's pause here. We'll come back and we're gonna talk uh, punting and fourth Punt down decision making. Ooh, sexy. Let's go. We'll do that here in just a second. But first, a word from Rock Auto. Yeah, we do car stuff because we're Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is a family business serving. I like We do car stuff. Yeah. Serving auto parts customers <laughs> online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have yep. everything you need from engine control modules, gas pedals, steering yeah. wheels, brake yeah. parts, tail yeah. lamps, motor yeah. oil, batteries, yeah. carpet, yeah. whatever yeah. you need. Yeah. Whether it's for your classic car or daily driver, you can get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Ah. What's better than that? I'll tell you what is. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts? You wouldn't do it. doesn't make sense. No, no. You'd be a complete circus clown with a big red nose, big floppy shoes. <sighs> clown. <laughs> clown. Clown. 
behavior. Instead, go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Okay, Matt. Third and final segment here. Turn I'm looking at a headline. Okay. It is unpublished. Okay. As of listening, yeah. unless you're listening at 5 or 6 in the morning, as of 7 a.m. on Monday, it will be published. Okay. Do you want to know where? Is it spartanswill.substack.com? It is. Spartanswill.substack.com. Oh, Remember, it's spartanswill, will with one L, because it's mm. my name, not, oh. the, uh, not the trademarked, I don't know, uh, motto of Michigan yeah. State. Sure, yeah. Words. <laughs> Spartanswill.substack.com. Here's the headline. When it comes to fourth down, is Mel Tucker conservative or risky? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. You like it? I do. I charted all of Colorado's subheadline. I charted all of Colorado's fourth down plays from 2019, so you don't have to. Thank you, by the way. Yeah, that's yeah. much appreciated. I should have this handy. I don't right now. Someone tweeted at me. Mm-hmm. And said, hey, have you ever looked into, or it'd be cool to look into, Mel Tucker's theory on punting? And they sent that to me. I'm so sorry I don't have your name handy right now. We never have their names. I feel so bad about it every time. I know. I'm going to try to find it before the, the show finishes. And I you know, I said, that is a fantastic idea. And so I did that, Matt. Okay. I went through all... Uh, 96 of Colorado's fourth down situations and all 111 of Michigan State's fourth down situations from the 2019 season Okay. to see how it stacked up. Am I going to be happy at the end of the segment? Uh, no, because I'm not going to give you all the answers. Oh, okay. I'm not going to give you all the answers. You okay. need to go read it. Okay. How much does but it cost will, to read it? I will bring up some things. So I will say, even though I'm going to give some numbers here, it is worth reading it because I, I provide a lot of context. Like I go into a specific play, and so like I do a rating system. Was this, by the math, a correct decision or an incorrect decision, right? Mm-hmm. Flatline. Statistically, empirically, was this a good decision? So I rate how often they made the right decision between – Mel Tucker, and then I just wanted to compare it to Mark D'Antonio because we have a good idea of what Mark D'Antonio is like sure. as a fourth down person. Mm-hmm. So we can sort of like, oh, it'll be more than that, less than that, right? Yeah. So I did correct and incorrect based on the numbers okay. right, as that breakdown. And then I broke down incorrect decisions based on the following criteria. Okay, so negligible is a 50-50 call. Okay. So... They made the wrong call by the math, but it really was like 50-50, and it didn't matter. Either way, it didn't make a big difference. Gotcha. So we've got conservative, so erring on the side of caution, but not aggressively so, right? Just a conservative play, which is usually like the most common of that is like, oh, it's fourth and two from the opponent's 38, and you punt, right? Yeah. You should go for it. Instead, you punt. We've got risky. Erring on the side of risk, so kind of the inverse of that. Oh, it's fourth and six from the 25. Maybe kick a field goal. Now we're going to go for it, right? Full send. Love that. And I yeah, agree with that call. <laughs> so that's that's the three main ones. Then we've also got surrender, 
which is the worst rating indefensible cowardice, Matt. Perfect. Okay. What? Just, wow. Oh, no. <laughs> you are just surrendering football when you have a surrender play. So what is that, like Like fourth and one from the 33-yard line and you're punting? Like, is, is, is that essentially what a surrender would be? Or? Yeah, pretty much. And oh, I, So I, I bring in context as okay. well. Gotcha. Okay, so that helps. So game situation matters here. Let me find it. I'll find one surrender for you. I hope there's just um, one surrender in that bunch. But I've got to feeling right. that there's more than one. Okay, so Colorado played Arizona State week four. Okay, I'm sure they went great for them. It always goes well for MSU teams and of the like. <laughs> they did. They beat Arizona State. They did. Oh, good for yeah, them. They beat okay. Arizona State the week nice. after Michigan State lost to Arizona. Ah, State. see, we we threw Mel a bone. We uh, bruised them up, battered them up. Let's go. Hey, hey, nice. Um, fourth and one at the Arizona eight. A kick a field goal. What was the score? Was he like just trying to get an over? You think like what was the over underline in Vegas? I, I have to know that too for context as well. I don't know. It was I think like you don't think uh, it had anything to do with it. It was like fourteen fourteen. Like it was early in the game and oh. both teams were moving the ball. Oh no. Okay. Yeah. So that's just one. Okay. Right? That yeah. I gave that a surrender because sure that's fair. It's it's a yard and you should always go for it on a yard even if it's fourth and one from your own two which I know doesn't make sense. You should always go for it on fourth and one because all you got to do is get a yard. But going fourth and one. It's the school of John Harbaugh right there. <laughs> the opponent's eight. Fourth and one from the opponent's eight when it's a game that looks to shoot out. And it did shoot out. Mm-hmm. And they eventually won. They got fortunate to win. Uh, yeah, I gave that a surrender because it is just indefensibly cowardice. Okay. Right? Sure. All right. So that that's the rating system. How do you feel about the rating system? I like that. I, I think it's fair. Okay. Did you want more on top of that, or? I generally do when I ask an open-ended question like that. Was that was not I'd open-ended. Like to... It was, do you like it? <laughs> yes, I do like it. <laughs> no, I said, what did you think about the rating system? Oh, you did? Oh, shoot. I may have said, what do you think about the rating system? Do you like it? You know, that's on me. Bad question. No, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. All right. I'm going to give a little bit of information away here, and then you're going to have to find the rest at spartanswill.substack.com. Okay. What do you want? Do you want... I'll give you the option here. Yeah. Do you want Mel Tucker's correct versus incorrect? Okay. Do you want Mel Tucker's breakdown of his incorrect decisions? Okay. Do you want Mark D'Antonio's 2019, just 2019, correct versus incorrect? Mm-hmm. Or do you want Mark D'Antonio's breakdown of incorrect decisions? Was no. he risky or conservative? Right now, I feel like I want to be a numbers guy, and like just for context, I would love to hear Mark D'Antonio's correct versus incorrect. Okay. Yeah. So Mark D'Antonio had 111 fourth down decisions to make, and I do. There are times I will say, if you're fact checking me here, where I made no decision calls because it was like two just seconds at, left, end okay. of the game, game winning field goal. There's no decision to be made. Sure. Right? Yeah. You're kicking the ball. Stuff mm-hmm. like that. Or you're down forty five late. You're going or you're down seven in overtime. Uh, Mel Tucker had one of those. The other team scored a touchdown. It's fourth down, you gotta go for it, right? So there's a yep. number of no decisions. But of the hundred and eleven fourth down decisions Mark D'Antonio had to make, mm-hmm. he made ninety seven correct decisions by the math. Okay. That is eighty seven percent. Okay. And that, of course, makes this incorrect 13%. 
That's that's kind of about what I thought it was. Now, with that said, I know it obviously did not work a hundred percent of the eighty-seven percent of the time no. that he decided to. Because <laughs> if I saw one more stuff on fourth and one last year, my god, my head was going to explode clean off my shoulders. Anyway, um, but then, yeah, no, that sounds about right. One of the biggest things I noticed going mm-hmm. through Michigan State's things is wow, it was it was this wow, Mark D'Antonio made a lot of good. Mathematically sound fourth down. I'm gonna go for it. Decisions. Dear God, every play call was terrible. They didn't work. <laughs> no, like, they you, were... you don't see like essentially an ISO run up the middle on fourth and two with a guy that can never get you a single yard when you. I'm not mad. I'm over it. I'm over it. Yeah, he was he was right a lot. Um, and they they were wrong in the play call a lot on fourth down. And if they were right in the play call, they were wrong in the execution somehow. And if they were right in the execution, well, someone tripped over their shoelace and landed short of the sticks. And keep in mind, these correct decisions include like, oh, it's 4th and 10 from our own 35. Obviously, that's a punt, but it's still a decision to be made. Mm-hmm. And so that, that gets marked down for a correct decision. So there should be a lot of correct decisions in this. Yeah. That sounds like a fun Saturday night, though, charting everything. Wow, a busy Saturday night nonetheless, but big time. Oh, it took forever. I'm um, sure it did, yeah. All right, I'm going to give you one more you can have one more number. Well, yeah. If I was going to get one more, I was just going to go with the, the Mel Tucker incorrect versus correct. You know, just just, just a straight up comparison. Something that a, a dumb guy like me can understand. You know, just just two tails of the tape here. All right, I'll do it. I didn't like that long pause. All right. I was gonna. I wasn't gonna allow you to do that. I was gonna give you the option of the Mark D'Antonio's incorrect calls. Okay. But I'm not going to do that. Okay. Okay, so Mel Tucker, remember, Mark D'Antonio's 87-13. Mel Tucker, his first year at Colorado, was correct 77% of the time. Okay. And incorrect 23% okay. percent of the time. All right. On his 96 decisions. Okay. Eh, I mean, yeah. I, like, that's, fi- that's fine. Fine? That's, fine. That's, that's, well, that is... Mostly, almost 100% by the numbers. Sometimes I would take context into it and like, well, this is normally a bad call, but or this is normally a punt situation, but they went for it because it was like fourth down, eight minutes left. You can punt, you should go for it. Like, and I, so I, I did provide some context uh, based on specific game situation, score, stuff like that. Okay. 77%. Listen, that's a C. C's get degrees. Um, <laughs> no, like, that's that's fine, bordering on not fine. Hard, hard stop at fine, I guess. That's that's my opinion on it. I, it's lower than I would have liked. I in Lower this, than I would have liked, but you round up to 80%. 80% always looks good. You know, that's a B-minus on a lot of report cards, so I'll, I'll, I'll take it, I guess. Well, he's not getting paid sixty or $6 million a year to get a B-minus. <laughs> It's a good point. Um, I I do lay out a threshold uh, because you know you would think oh you want a hundred percent correct to it would be optimal but I don't think that's true I think that's tough I think to make incorrect decisions is normal within the flow of football games like by the math right sure so the math says punt we're gonna go for it that can still be a correct decision based on the context so I think I laid out a threshold of how what percentage I want is correct. 
what percentage of the incorrect I want as risky and what percentage of the incorrect I want as conservative. So okay. I lay that out in the piece. I'm not going nice. to give that away, but you can see that as well. And then you can see all the breakdowns of surrender percentage, conservative, negligible percentage, risky percentage, cojones percentage, et cetera, et cetera. So, Love it. Yeah, spartanswill.substack.com, and we'll talk about it more in depth if we want to later in the week once I give people a chance to uh, read it and check it out for themselves. Bang, look at that. All right, that's going to do it for us here on Locked on Spartans. Thanks so much for listening, Matt. No, absolutely. No, I, 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 yeah, definitely looking forward to reading into that. I, I, I love the cojones rating, too. That's, that's very right, nice. That's, a, that's nice. No, that's, that's going to be good stuff here. Because, I'll give you yeah. one more thing. Do you think Mel, how many how many cojones decisions did Mel Tucker make? How many did he have? Ninety something again? It was ninety six. Ninety six fourth down decisions. Twenty two mm. two incorrect decisions. How many of those twenty two were cojones decisions? Baker's dozen thirteen. Zero. Yeah, dang it. Uh, I, I knew I was way overshoot on that one. <laughs> yeah, not not one time did he take an outlandish risk. Which again, yeah. risk isn't always good. Right. Sometimes it is. But Mark it's always Antonio, exciting. It's always exciting at the very least. That's what yeah, we want. It's here. always exciting. Uh, Mark D'Antonio did have some cojones plays in 2019. So, for comparison's sake, yeah, definitely right. check out the piece. Read the read the rest of it. And, yeah, subscribe to the newsletter. All right, that's going to do it. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening. Reminded to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Go to BuiltBar.com. Go to HomeFieldApparel.com. Go to RockAuto.com. Support the people who support us. We'll be back tomorrow. Yep. If we don't find anything to talk about, Mm -hmm. which we may not, Mm -hmm. we will do an entire show with Kenny Goins. Matt will do an entire show with Kenny Goins. Can you hear the water? Uh, Vaguely. It's very tranquil and peaceful. Yes. Yes. I am not in my normal recu- recording area. I'm at a different place altogether. You are at a uh, creek. You are by a yes, creek recording. Nice. By a nice babbling brook. The ambient <laughs> noises, ambient noises are uh, a plenty in this house. So perfect. I'm I'm glad it. It seems like it's been quiet most of the time. Yeah, no, it's fine. But yeah, uh, we'll be back tomorrow with either Kenny Goins or uh, or us <laughs> or us with some MSU football talk or whatever. We'll figure it out. All right. Sure. Matt, take us home. Kenny G, either tomorrow or later in the week. Woo, Kenny G, baby. All right, guys, see you.